The book of Luke, chapter 15, verses 11 through 31. And he said, There was a man who had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of property that is coming to me. And he divided his property between them. Not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took a journey into a far country, and there he squandered his property in reckless living. And when he had spent everything, a severe famine arose in that country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country, who sent him into his fields to feed pigs. And he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pigs ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread, but I perish here with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet, and bring the fattened calf and kill it, and let us eat and celebrate. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Now his older son was in the field, and as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him, Your brother has come, and your father has killed the fattened calf, because he has received him back safe and sound. But he was angry and refused to go in. His father came out and entreated him. But he answered his father, Look, these many years I have served you, and I never disobeyed your command. Yet you never gave me a young goat that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours came, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fattened calf for him. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. It was fitting to celebrate and be glad, for this your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. The Prodigal Son, a story we're all familiar with. The selfishness of the prodigal son and consequent realization of his need for his father is not surprising. The father's love and forgiveness toward his lost son is heartwarming, but the jealous brother is the part of the story that strikes me the most. I remember two different marriages torn apart by a husband's infidelity. Both men repented of their actions and wanted reconciliation. In one case, the wife was unwilling to forgive and love again, while in the other case, the wife praised God's work in her husband's life and could reconcile, knowing that her faith was not in her husband's faithfulness, but in the God who would bring them through it. It also reminds me of Jonah. He didn't want those evil Ninevites to be forgiven for their sins. He wanted them to feel God's wrath. But God in his mercy, like the prodigal son's father, chose to forgive, even those who, may, who, we, who we may think don't deserve it. As believers, there will be times when we feel we've been cheated or are jealous of others who haven't been doing the work all along but are now brought in as equals. Thank God for the years that you didn't have to eat with the pigs. 
that you had the privilege of serving the Father and living under his roof, because if left to ourselves, none of us would deserve forgiveness. Today I want you to dwell on that verse that goes, His father saw him and felt compassion, and ran and embraced him and kissed him. This parable is quite possibly Jesus' most famous and well-known. There is so much depth to be considered in the expertly crafted story. Let's consider the truths expressed in light of the sinners and religious leaders that are listening. Number one, sin and selfishness. The younger son disrespects his father by asking for his part of the inheritance, basically communicating, I wish you would die already. Selfishness and sin create disdain for God and relationship with him. Number two, consequences of sin. Sin leaves the younger son empty, broken, alone, and hopeless. He can do nothing to fix his own situation, and no one will help him. Number three, repentance. The younger son realizes his sin, confesses it to God and his father. He realizes all he can do is throw himself on God's mercy. He has nothing to offer but his brokenness and need. Number four, loving acceptance and forgiveness of God. The father takes the shame of his son on himself as he runs to him, falls on his own son's neck, and freely bestows a return to intimate relationship with his son. This part of the story was most likely the most shocking part to the audience, sinner and Pharisee alike. No father would do this, would he? Would God really respond this way to me if I repent and turn to him? I would bet there are many sinners wiping away tears at this point with sparks of hope returning for the first time. And number five, expectation to receive repentant sinners with joy and forgiveness. For the religious, it becomes clear. We must receive the repentant with love, joy, and forgiveness, understanding all that we have been given in Jesus. Thank you.